Welcome to episode 7 of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This podcast explores the intersection where passions meet, meld, and inspire. In this case, we discover that synergy within the lessons learned from music and education. Pretend that this podcast is like the back of an album cover you have just purchased and you're reading a set of liner notes. You remember liner notes. They were either banal and insipid in execution and revealed nothing about the music. I prefer the liner notes that attempted to capture the essence of the music and words written that bordered on poetry and impressionism. In this case of the podcast, these are digital liner notes. I hope not to stray too far into the banal and insipid category while you listen. My name is Sean Gaylord, and I am a middle school principal. I am the author of The Pepper Effect. That book explores my passions for the Beatles and the schoolhouse. This episode is entitled Explaining Pet Sounds and the Courage to Change. We will explore how Pet Sounds, the 1966 masterpiece album by the Beach Boys, serves as a lesson for courage in the schoolhouse. Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is a model for courage, creativity, and innovation. His inspiring story still resonates today. The album not only had a tremendous impact on myself and countless others, but it also had served as an inspiring wake-up call for the Beatles. As an unabashed Beatles fan, I had heard the mythical stories about pet sounds by the Beach Boys. I remember hearing how the song Here, There, and Everywhere off the Beatles' Revolver album was inspired by the track God Only Knows off of Pet Sounds. I had heard the story of how Brian Wilson and Paul McCartney listened to each other's work during their respective eras of creative growth. First, the story goes, Brian Wilson heard Rubber Soul by the Beatles. He determined upon listening that the Beatles had made the greatest album of all time. Wilson ups the ante and spawns pet sounds with the Beach Boys. Paul McCartney is moved to tears when he experiences pet sounds and tells the Beatles that the Beach Boys have made the greatest album of all time. In the meantime, Brian Wilson erupts on a creative role with good vibrations and begins to craft what he calls his teenage symphony to God. This concept album was going to break new innovative ground like Pet Sounds had. Along the way, Brian Wilson hears Strawberry Fields Forever during the course of this creative burst and literally has to pull over the side of the road when he hears that 45 by the Beatles. The song 
causes him to shelve his teenage symphony to God, which is later known as Smile. The Beatles see Brian Wilson's pet sounds and raises him Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The race is over. Incidentally, Brian Wilson finishes the Smile album after a 37-year dormancy, but that's another story for another time. When I had first heard Pet Sounds as a teenager, it was amidst the hoopla surrounding its 20th anniversary. I wanted to be moved like Paul McCartney and go out and create my own Sgt. Pepper. I wanted to be a part of that exclusive club that got Pet Sounds. I wanted to have a secret handshake with those members and provide a knowing wave on the highway, just like those guys on motorcycles did. It didn't happen for me at first. It took countless listens. Here's that beautiful track co-written by Brian Wilson at the age of 23. Yes, folks, you heard it correctly, 23 years old. Co-wrote this track with Tony Asher. If you're listening to this podcast on Anchor, then stay tuned. If not, then I implore you, as I do in every episode, to drop everything that you are doing and track down that track. In this case, this is God Only Knows off Pet Sounds. When people talk about pet sounds, it is often mentioned in the same breath as the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. I had just done that previously at the top of the podcast episode here. I didn't first see the connection to Sgt. Pepper and pet sounds at first. Then I realized years later that it was the Beach Boys stepping away from their seaside luau surf parties, just like the Beatles had walked away from mop tops and hard day's night and their cheesy Saturday morning television cartoon. Pet Sound signaled a brave new world for the Beach Boys. They were growing up and looking inward, backward, and forward all at the same time on that album. The older I became, the more I got the album, the more I listened to Pet Sounds, the more its grooves reached into my soul. Imagine we are visiting our favorite local record store. We are flipping through records that provide a visceral emotional response. Pet sounds dances between the fingertips and we pause in reverence. This is the album that launched a thousand concept albums. This is the album 
that is always atop some greatest albums of all time list. This is the album featuring the aural majesty of those L.A. studio musicians known as The Wrecking Crew. This is the album that stopped the Beatles in their tracks when it was first released. This is an album that is a lesson in courageous leadership. This is the album that proudly hangs on a wall in my principal's office and serves as a daily reminder to always have the courage to step outside the comfort zone. Finding the inspiration for leadership can be found in the most random of places. Of course, there are many classic books and reputable experts available for resources on leadership. School administrators have access to an infinite volume of books helping us to sharpen our leadership craft. I have read and studied many of them. There are many books which have traversed this marrow of leaders struggling to inspire a team or organization to change. I have read many of these books to find that answer to securing a joyful buy-in from the members of an organization. Many of these books provide solid insight and steps to framing change. None, though, has provided that all-inclusive magic answer in my very humble opinion. Sometimes I hit a leadership malaise and I yearn to find inspiration for being a better leader within the random places. Who would think that an album released 52 years ago would serve as a catalyst for courageous action as a leader. When I first heard Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, I was expecting my life to change, as I had mentioned earlier. It did not. There was much hype surrounding this album back in 1990 when it was first released on compact disc. Paul McCartney had stated that this album moved him to tears and served as a direct inspiration for the Beatles to create their magnum opus, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I was captivated by the fact that an album by the Beach Boys could move the Beatles. Surf music serves as the baptism for a bar band from Liverpool. I was ready to step into that world. I knew the hits off the Pet Sounds album, Caroline No, Wouldn't It Be Nice, Sloop John B, and God Only Knows. All of those songs had resonated with me in some way. Hearing the album upon first listen, I was expecting a similar musical baptism as I had with something like the Sgt. Pepper album. It took a few years for that album to marinate within my soul for me to finally understand and appreciate it. Pet Sounds was considered a flop by recording industry standards when it was first released in 1966. 
Its influence outweighed the hit-making money machine ride the band was on at the time. Since its release, Time Heals Critical and Popular Wounds, now Pet Sounds tops many greatest album of all time lists. A few years ago, Pet Sounds fell at number two on Rolling Stone Magazine's Greatest Albums Ever Made list. Incidentally, the Beatles topped that list with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Much has been written about the technical and musical innovations of what many considered to be a major concept album in popular music. Brian Wilson, the arranger, composer, and producer of the Beach Boys is considered to be a musical genius. His innovations with harmony, production, and arranging stand as exemplars for studio creativity. He composed the music for Pet Sounds at the age of 23. In the midst of this composition, Brian Wilson was battling the fatigues of the road, questionable support from his band, partial deafness in one ear, and mental illness. Taking a calculated risk to do something against the grain at the height of proven success is a bold and scary task. Breaking away from a track record of glamorous adulation caused much strife within the Beach Boys during the making of Pet Sounds. They had sold millions of records based upon a formula of surfboards and fast cars. Now, don't get me wrong. Those songs are great. They're fun to listen to and provide much nostalgia. I'm not in any way, shape, or form downplaying the greatness of a song like Fun, Fun, Fun or Surfing USA or Surfing Safari. I love that music. Brian Wilson had already broken away from touring with the band in order to take a much-needed break to create the sonic landscape percolating within his tortured mind. While the band was away on a tour of Japan, Brian Wilson rolled up his audio sleeves and began composing the musical template that became Pet Sounds. If you're listening on Anchor, here is the title track from that album. music of the Pet Sounds album is light years away from the simplicity of surf music. Brian Wilson combined instruments and layered sounds to produce what he called the greatest record ever made. Anything was fair game for the studio during this process. Piano strings plucked with bobby pins, two bass lines, banjos and ukuleles in different keys, eerie whoops from a theremin, the sounds of dogs barking, the lone sound of a train whistle in a distance. It was an album bathed in inspiration and made with sincere love. Finding the courage to share this musical innovation with the band is something that has always intrigued me. 
How did Brian Wilson convince the band to go forward with this bold step into a seemingly dangerous abyss? In later interviews, Brian Wilson shared how he told the band to trust him and that he had to get this innovative music out of his system. There was infighting and much discord within the group. A fear of tampering with a proven formula was put forth as the reason to not move forward with new sounds by some band members. Conventional wisdom was supposed to support a status quo. A path towards innovation was seen as a meaningless jaunt towards commercial failure. Lines were drawn within various factions of the musical organization of the Beach Boys. As the leader of the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson had a clear vision for the scope and sequence of Pet Sounds. He had willing studio musicians and collaborators who believed in the genius of what he was trying to accomplish. They were willing participants in making what many do consider to be the greatest album ever made. In essence, Brian Wilson prevailed against negativity and successfully completed Pet Sounds with the ethereal harmonies and majestic contributions of the Beach Boys. All members of the band in later years in the aftermath of the making of that album have lauded Pet Sounds as a pinnacle of their career as a masterpiece. What happens when others do not follow the vision of the leader? This is an age-old, universal question in leadership. I have experienced this in my own way as a school principal over the years. The vision in the schoolhouse has to be nurtured with buy-in and support from teachers, families, and community members in service of our students. A school vision has to be shared and evident as we strive to bring out the best in our kids. All kids. I find myself going back to Brian Wilson and how he thrived in the creative workplace of the recording studio as he was laying down tracks for the Pet Sounds album. Those are the beautiful moments in leadership Unhindered in the freedom of a rare day without a meeting or deadline, the dreams for the big changes that must occur in education seep into the top drawers of my mind. I may even fall into the path of a willing collaborator and co-conspirator to create innovative changes in the schoolhouse. The synergy that takes place is contagious when you find others who wish to take bold, giant steps in the name of positive changes for our kids and our teachers. Those are the moments when I think that this is what Brian Wilson may have felt like when he was experimenting with bass lines and key changes in the recording studio. When the naysayers are on the horizon, I often think 
of the other end of the Brian Wilson spectrum. I shared with a friend recently that sometimes I have to explain pet sounds to naysayers sometimes. This is just another way of me stating that I have to dig deeply for the courage to withstand that naysayer shrapnel. It is difficult beyond belief for the dreamer me to do. A leader often stands alone. It is important to lock arms with the other dreamers on the team. Brian Wilson did the same thing, and so did countless innovators before and after him. We all have a pet sounds within us. It may be the desire to stretch beyond the horizon of our so-called limitations and turn a different corner in the name of innovation. Whether we lead a school, classroom, or professional learning team, there will always be the need to take a giant innovative step. There will always be naysayers in the midst. I have learned not to just simply ignore them. It is important to ignore them. It is also important to hear their words. We must consider all sides of the equation when it comes to framing change. What is essential for any leader is to hold on to the masterpiece illuminating within each of us. Yes, naysayers will say anything in the book to keep you off your path for change. They will ridicule you. They will mock you. They may even smile in your face and say they're on board when in actuality they're sabotaging the process. So yes, ignore them. Don't let their words limit you but also listen to what they're saying. Perhaps there is a lesson there as well. In our noble profession, we sometimes give too much permission to the naysayers who want to give life to mediocrity. I have been guilty of that as a principle. We as leaders at any level have to hold on to that fact that there is a pet sounds waiting to be produced and shared within our world takes courage to change. Moreover, it takes courage to give voice to that change. Pet Sound serves as a reminder for me that our harmonies can soar above doubt and inspire innovation. Tuning into that inner voice of our courage and speaking that truth is the necessary spark for change. And as I stare at that album cover hanging up in my office, as I look at Pet Sounds and see the band there at the San Diego Zoo feeding uh, llamas, I smile and I go, wow, that album is a masterpiece. And look at what that album sparked. It gave us Sgt. Pepper. It gave us so many opportunities for creativity, collaboration, and innovation. Sergeant Pepper, in turn, inspired me to write The Pepper Effect. And I hope that Pet Sounds, if you listen to it, or whatever that masterpiece is for you, be it an album or book or film, I hope that you remember that it does take the courage to change and that masterpieces do indeed inspire. inspire. So what Pet Sounds are you going to explain next?
That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Thanks to Brian Wilson and the eternal gift that is Pet Sounds for continuing to inspire. Thanks to the Beach Boys. Also, thanks to the Sky Dogs for the closing musical theme of this podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at smgaylord. If you are listening on any podcast platform and you enjoyed this episode, then a five-star review would sure be appreciated. You can also check out an accompanying soundtrack for this podcast episode on Spotify. Just search for the Principal Liner Notes podcast playlist and you will hear all of the songs mentioned in this podcast in their respective entirety. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is Sean Gaylord signing off, and I will catch you on the flip side. Don't forget to celebrate Monday, and don't forget to have the courage to explain your masterpiece. Look forward to what you're going to create.